0: I love the Word of God. It never gets old. It's always fresh no matter how many times you read it. Tonight we're going to talk about some promises in God's Word. What He's promised some people and what He's promised others. I want you to listen to this. I'm in 2 Corinthians 1. Verse 20 says, For all the promises of God in Him are yes, and in Him amen to the glory of God through us. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I want to look first in uh, the Gospel of John, the first chapter of John, and the words that he speaks to Nathaniel, Nathaniel uh, actually is Bartholomew, if you look it up in the Word of God. It's one and the same person. And we're going to pick it up in verse 43 in chapter 1 of John. The following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and He found Philip and said to him, "'Follow Me.'" Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter, Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We found him of whom Moses in the law. And also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, and he said to him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Er, Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You'll see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, he's talking to Nathaniel. Hereafter, you shall see the heaven opened, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Wow! I'm going to say that happened because you will you will find Bartholomew only mentioned three or four times in Scripture. No great works, but you'll see him in the upper room. He followed Jesus. He was a follower, and I would say if all God's promises in him are yes and amen, then Bartholomew got to see the heavens open and heavens and angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. If someone told you that, would you hang pretty close with them? Yeah, I think so. I think so. God says it's going to happen. It's going to happen. His word is true. The next one I want to look at As in Joshua, the first chapter of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan you and all this people to the land which I've given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I've given you, as I said to Moses. Wow! From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Look at verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Wow. He said, no man is going to be able to stand before you all the days of your life. i take that. i take that. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people... for then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wow. Pretty awesome words, wouldn't you say? You remember when uh, Elijah was getting ready to be taken up? And he kept saying it, telling Elijah, hey, you need to leave, you need to go. And he said, no, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere. But Elisha asked him, he said, if, if you can do anything, he said, I want a double portion of your anointing. And Elijah said, on this condition that you see me when I'm taken. And shortly after that, we see Elijah We see prophets on the other side of Jordan, and we see Elijah take his mantle and smack the ground with it, and the the water's divided, and he walked across it. Shortly after that, we see Elijah. He's getting right. A whirlwind's coming. A chariot of fire's coming to pick up Elijah. He takes him, and he's gone, but he drops something. Remember? It was the mantle. I would love to have been there when that happened. Can, Can you just see the thoughts that's going through Elisha's mind as he sees that man, and it didn't take long. He said, I got to know. You remember the story? What did he do? He took that man on, he slapped the ground and went, whew! And all people came and bowed before him and said, The same anointing's on you. Oh, God's word is so true. What he says he'll do, he'll do. And by the way, if you read and you, you take account of all the miracles that Elisha performed, they are twice as many as what Elijah did. And a double portion was upon Him. I'm telling you, God's Word is true. And we were talking in Sunday school this morning. All we need to do is believe it. We know how to nod our head. We know how to say amen. But we don't believe God's Word. I promise you, we do not believe God's Word. If we believe God's Word, we would obey God's Word. And everybody said, Thank you. <clears throat> when the boys, uh, when the boys went away, the service it was so good for them. I was so glad they did, but I was so sad that they did. And I remember uh, uh, there was just this, this, this emptiness when they left. And I remember just going to run into the mailbox. I just had to, God, did that, we get a letter today. And the saddest day was when their stuff came back. If you're a mom out there and you got someone in service, that's a sad day. They came, all their stuff came back. They sent back their clothes and belongings and stuff like that. And, but we would wait on letters and, I just remember grabbing that letter, taking it with me. Just trying to smell them. Just to feel close to them. And their letters were entertaining. They were entertaining. Nathan writes like he talks. But I just wanted to be so close to him. I just I would even just I just smell trying to smell them. just to have a word of encouragement I thought wow I'm telling you if you want a word of encouragement you grab this thing There are so many promises so many words of encouragement in the word of God for us When those letters came I wouldn't say, well, it. we'll get to it someday. We'll read them someday. But we tore that thing open to read it. And yet, what God has to say is much more important. And we leave it set. We, we, we don't open His letters to us. And He has a lot of good things to say to us. Turn to John 14. Jesus says, this is to us. Verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Me. In My Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? God prepared a place for you. One day, this life will end. One day, uh, as it did a 41-year-old man a couple weeks ago that I knew. Gone. Like that, gone. Went to work normal one day. Gone. Did not make it home. What is that going to happen with you and I? We don't know. But I know one thing, when I go, when I take my last breath here, and I'm on the other side, I'm going to a place that God has prepared for me. He's prepared a place for me. And you. For every believer. Why in the world we fight to stay here, I'll never know. If you start thinking about who all's gone before us and who's on the other side, oh my gosh, I just can't think about it too long. What are we doing storing up treasures here? What? He has prepared a place for us. Every believer. Eye has not seen nor ear heard nor does entered enter into the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love Him. But He has revealed it unto us by His Spirit. On the other side. You don't want to miss the other side. You don't want to miss the other side. It's kind of amazing that we have to Convince ourselves we want to go to heaven we the we got two choices of two to serve we can serve the enemy or we can serve God. One comes to steal, kill, and destroy. One comes to give us life and life more abundantly. And we have to scratch our head and, and, and try to make ourselves decide which one we want to serve. We're crazy, at best. Isaiah 43. We're going to go through some Scriptures. I just want you to be encouraged tonight. Isaiah 43, verse 1 says, But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are Mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Through the rivers they'll not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you've been honored and I've loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. That's what God's speaking to us. Fear not, I'm with you. I'll bring your descendants from the east, gather you from the west. I'll say to the north, give them up. And to the south, don't keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I've created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I've made him. That's us. That is you and I. We have been created for God's glory. Everyone in this place. Your name is in the book of life. We've been created for God's glory. He said, you're going to walk through the fire. You're not going to get burned. You're going to go through the waters. You are not going to drown. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Nothing about stopping there. He said, we're going to go through it. He said, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've created you for my glory. We get so overwhelmed with stuff that happens in our life, and it exalts itself against our knowledge of God. God said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of peace, not evil. To give you an expected end. For some reason, we think God's up there with a club ready to take us out. It's the enemy. We found out in Sunday school we all think the same stuff, because the enemy tells us all the same stuff. Because we all bite on the same stuff. We fall victim to it. Jeremiah 33. Verse 3. Call to Me, and I'll answer you, and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I'm asking you tonight. I know you. I know you're saved, but do you believe the word of God? He said, "You called me. I'll answer you, and I'll show you great, mighty things you do not know." Well, that's all right for you, brother. Now, this is for us. If your name is in the book of life, this is for you. God said, "You just call to me. Call." Sunday school. We realize we're just too busy. We got time. We got time for everything else, don't we? How many of you forgot to eat yesterday? Well, I'm telling you, we make time for what we want. If I do, you do. You, we're all in timeout. You're included with it. Second Chronicles seven. This is where we were at this morning in Sunday school. Like I said then, the problem is, we can quote this thing frontwards, backwards, every way there is to quote it. Verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and I'll hear their la- heal their land. And I just asked the question point blank this morning. How many of you spend time every day praying for, vice, for a president and vice president? See? See? Did someone raise a hand? I missed it. We're, we're, we're waiting on the government to change so everything will be all right. And God is waiting on us to change. He said, if my people, it doesn't say anything about the president, doesn't say anything about Congress or a king. He says, if my people, Christ, Christian, my people, called by my name, humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from You scoundrels, you've got wicked ways. If I do, you do. We've got wicked ways. We have wicked ways. God sees our hearts. He looks on our hearts. And until we were man up, or if you're a woman, woman up, and admit, I've got some things going on. I need changed. This morning was a great opportunity to come to the altar. Confess your sins. Pray for one another. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. When was the last time we just confessed our sins? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm telling you, God's waiting on us. Well, you're getting kind of out there now, am I? I? It happened one time in this church. Not this building, but this church. It happened one time in South Zanesville. When we were in South Zanesville, how many of you were there for that service? Brian was there, Carol was there. Remember when it happened? It started with a person that comes to this church. They got up and started confessing their sins. And it mushroomed. All throughout the church, people just stood up and started being honest with God. Oh, let me tell you what I've got this, all I've got going on in my life. I just have to confess this. Oh my gosh, we've never had a service like it before or since. Ever. You know, I tell you about me, you might like me less if that's possible. If I start confessing my faults, and we all got a bunch of them. I don't care who you are, what your last name is, you're not the exception. We all got junk. Every one of us. And those who are... Not thinking they have any have more than anyone. Oh, it's the truth. It's the truth. For crying out loud, give me someone that's real. Let me know. Let, hey, this is a battle. Sometimes with the confirmation I have is I'm on the right track is the war that goes on. Oh my gosh. Can you believe what goes on in this mind? How many years, how many years you been saved? What's that? So go on thirty-two years, and it still rages. Does it not? It rages. Oh my gosh! There's it, the 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 commercial. The cartoon is so real. The devil and the angel. Oh, it, it is so real. What goes on? They both talk to you. Do they not? But God says, "My thoughts toward you are peace, not evil. Do not buy the lie of the enemy. Do not buy it." Do not buy it. God says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I commended my love to you while you were yet a sinner. Christ died for you. God is love. Am I making it up? He's love. That's the only reason any of us are here. Because God's love. We didn't get up one morning and decide to come to church because we're cool. We're a mess. That's why we come to Christ, right? We're a mess. Without Christ, we're a mess. And we can still booger ourselves up pretty good, even loving God, can we not? I'm amazed at the pickles I can get myself into. I'd love to be able to blame you, but it's me. It's me. But he said, if you will humble yourself, you'll seek my face. If you'll turn from your wicked ways, and I'm saying all this to tell you that America is not beyond God. I don't care what Fox News or any of them say. I don't care what the gay agenda says. I don't care what the left wing says. I don't care what anyone says. This country is not beyond God. Because he said, if my people, a Sunday school class, if a dozen people will turn from their wicked ways, seek God's face and pray, he said, I'll heal your land. Because if any two of you agree is touching this, Whatever you bind on earth, are you out there tonight? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're squandering our time. God has sent us precious letters, and we just need to, Isaiah thirty-four sixteen says, "Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read." Just read it. Get it in you. It'll change your thoughts. It's a discerner of your thoughts. God's Word is. 1 John 4. What do we do? I mean, we spend spend so much time. Think of the time we spend in Word compared to the time we spend in front of a TV. This shames me. I mean, they called it right when they called it cinema. They just spelled it wrong. And yet, we can get caught up in, I don't care if it's... HGTV? I mean it, it can just take the place and suck the life right out and time Isn't it amazing how much time you can spend sitting in front of a TV or a computer first John verse chapter 4 verse 4 says you are of God little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in this in the world you believe that Inside you. God says, my spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is inside you. If you're a believer your name is in the book of life, the same spirit, not one like it, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead from that tomb, it's inside you. Okay. Jeremiah 6. I'm not done yet. Isn't it funny how we can believe for everyone else but ourselves? I know, brother, but man, I mean, just, God's just probably washed his hands of me. He's just so mad at me and, oh my gosh, would you do that to your kids? Are you kidding me? Come on. He loves us with an everlasting love. He so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him wouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. What have we done with this Gospel? He loves us. He loves us. That's that's amazing. He loves me. (laughs) Even if you don't. He does. He loves me. He loves me. He's crazy about me. I'm not going out on a limb. He loves me. He loves me that much. He loves me enough... That he sent his son to die for me. I didn't choose him. He chose me. He must love me. He chose me. He chose you too. You ever thought about that? Why why me, Lord of all the I don't know, but I know he did. That's enough for me. I know I'm saved. If I don't know anything, I know I'm saved. I might be a loon sometimes, but I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Now, I'm not genuinely crazy because i got other family members who prove that that's not true. I know what crazy is. They're probably saying the same thing. Jeremiah 6, verse 16 says, Thus says the Lord, Stand in the way and see and ask for the old paths where the good way is, and walk in it. And what's the end of it? You'll find rest for your soul. But they said... Will not walk in it. Also, I sent watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, Will not listen. Therefore, hear, you nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity on this people, the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. I know the promise. That's a promise. God doesn't turn back on His Word. It tells us, remember, God cannot lie. It tells us that in Titus. First chapter of Titus. God cannot lie. So, God can do anything. He can't lie. He's truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He cannot lie. So everything He says will come to pass or has come to pass. It'll come to pass. He's God. He's never wrong. That's one of the things you won't hear God say, Oh, sorry, I missed that. Or I'm I was wrong. You won't ever hear God say that. He's never wrong. He's all knowing. That same God sent us letters. I got a cousin that just got saved. He's in California. Young man in his thirties, the only one in that uh, tribe out there that's saved, and uh, his aunt called me, who is my first cousin, and said, uh, "Look, Jared got saved." He said he's going to one of them, one of them churches. It's like it's not a denominational church. He said, "She said, I can't give him what he, need, but, what he needs, but I know you can. Will you talk to him?" I said, yeah, I'll talk to him. What, what's going on? He said, well, him and his wife split up. She said, I I, I think he got saved. I said, I'm going to talk to him. He got genuinely saved. Genuinely saved. He's learned to walk in the way. I'm, I'm emailing him back and forth, and I'm hearing good stuff out of him. This this young believer He's studying the Word. That's one thing I asked him. He said, Jared, you make time to get in that Word. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He said, well, I, I haven't got a lot of time, he Said, but I make sure I spend at least 15 minutes a day in it. I said, you keep going, brother. You keep going. What a lesson there is in that. Remember when the Word of God was precious to you? And Andre Crouch says, take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back, Lord. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read, read this letter God wrote to you. Put your newspaper down. Shut the TV off. I'm telling you, if you read this letter that God wrote to you, it will change you. It will transform you. Take it. Smell it. Mark it up. (coughs) Ephesians 3. Verse 20 says, Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to Him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ. To all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So I'm asking you, what is your problem that's facing you? What's exalting itself against your knowledge of God? Because God said, He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. I know what you're thinking. But brother, you don't know my situation. Nor do I need to. I know my God. I know my God. You better bow down when that when the trumpet sounds, you better bow down and worship. He said, be it known, no, king, our God, He's able to deliver us. But even if He doesn't, I'm telling you what, bucko, we're still not bowing down. That's faith in our God. That's a faith in our God. And look at what happened after that. Hey, I'm going to make a decree their God's the one we ought to be worshiping, Right? Now what happened? Read it in Daniel. The answer to that is yes. Yes, that's what happened. People see it. We've got to start believing this Word. We've got to start believing the Word of God. We'll live different if we believe it. And to believe it, we've got to read it. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, and we've got to make time to do it. We've got time for everything else. We make time to wash our vehicles and mow our grass. Those are things we should be doing, but let all things be done decently and in order. We seek first His kingdom, His righteousness, and all these other things that's going to be added to us. Right? That's what He says. Do you believe the Word of God? Well, you six, listen then. Turn, turn to... Uh, Malachi. Remember, this is a God that cannot lie. Verse 8 says in chapter 3, Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me, but you say, "And what way have we robbed you? He said, in tithes and offerings. This is one of the scariest Scriptures to me in all the Word of God. He said, you're cursed with a curse. You're cursed with a curse. For you've robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me, or prove me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I'll not open for you the windows of heaven, and pour you out pour out for you such blessing that there not will not be room enough to receive it, and I'll rebuke the devourer the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine failed to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts, and all nations will call you blessed, for you shall be, you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Do you believe the Word of God? He said, You're cursed with a curse. And everything that goes on in your life, the enemy keeps devouring your cars, your finances. All the things that's going on, I'm telling you as a brother in Christ, Pastor Joe did not get in my ear and say, hey, look, I want you to hit tithing. This is part of God's Word. It does not return void. He said, if you want to devour rebuke, there's one way to do it. You tithe. If you can afford not to have the devour rebuke, you keep it to yourself. It's so quiet in here. Whenever I've talked with anyone about tithing, they'll say, "Well, I can't afford to." Are you crazy? If I had written down on this paper the six winning lottery numbers, I said, "I know what they are." You might sit there and act cool, calm, and collected, but you'd find me today. You'd find me. Especially when you found out I was right. Next week, I'd have more friends I knew what to do with. It's true. And yet, what I'm telling you today is better than that. That's a, I'm going to open the windows of heaven, not of earth. He said, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. There, There's not even going to be room enough for you to receive it. It works. It works. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Either you're wrong or God's wrong. Oh, wait. Now I remember. God cannot lie. He cannot lie. Listen, if you're not tithing, you've got to check yourself. Every time something happens, you've got to say, Oh my gosh. You're cursed with a curse. I wish it wasn't there. It's there. It was hard, wasn't it? First time we did it. I mean, we have four little critters. One of them's got leukemia. It was hard. So we we just look. I I remember showing God. See see the this it, it don't work. Okay, God. So you do it by faith. And it works. It works. Psalm 91. God speaks to you and me. Look at verse 1. He who dwells in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him I trust. Surely He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you've made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For He shall give His angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent shall not, shall you trample underfoot. Because He set His love upon me, therefore I will deliver Him. I will set Him on high because He has known my name. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Wow. Do you believe the Word of God? Are you dwelling under the shadow of the Almighty? Carol is. That's good to know. Are you dwelling there? Not visiting. Are we dwelling there? Is God first in our life. He said, if you will put me first, there's these things I want to do for you. Because my thoughts toward you are peace, not evil. I commended my love to you. Uh, you were yet a sinner. Christ died for you. He says, be ye doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself." Isn't it amazing we can deceive ourselves? Pastor talked about that this morning. That flesh is so stinking deceitful, is it not? That carnal nature. We can talk ourselves into and out of anything we want. Isn't it amazing? I've talked myself into things I've had to pay for for years. And it's sad. That's what we do, that's what the flesh does. You can get some music back already. I just want you to look, listen to one more scripture. This is one of my favorite in the whole Word of God. I love this part of His letter. In Micah chapter seven, verse eighteen says, "Who's a God like you?" Remember. God wrote you this. God wrote you this. Whoever you are out there, God wrote you this. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of His heritage? He does not retain His anger forever because He... Oh my gosh. That's our God. He delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us and subdue our iniquities. You will cast... Yep, it's in that version 2. How many? Of our sins into the depths of the sea. That's why He says in Psalm 103.12, as far as the east is from the west, I've removed your transgressions from them we got to live like we believe this. Many of us are still walking under a burden. But we believe God's mad at us. Do you believe the Word of God? Is your name written in the book of life? we got to live like we believe it, church. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. You get that letter He wrote to you like I did the boys. Except you don't have to wait for the mailman. He's already delivered it. All we got to do is open it up and read it. When uh, Benny was sick, he had IVs. and He had a fused port where he would get his, his medicine. I remember going and being in that room and watching all the medicine they would pump in him. But I'll tell you what, when he was doing that, I had this IV set up and it was going right inside of me and God was pumping life inside of me and I know that God's Word is true. I know His promises are yes and amen. I know that God is faithful. I know that His thoughts toward me are peace, not evil. I know He's not surprised by anything that happens in my life. Not surprised. The Word of God tells me if God before me Yes. Is He for you? Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? He's for you. He's for you. Obey Him. Isaiah one eighteen says, Come, let us reason together. Though our sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Verse 19 says, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you'll be devoured with a sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. We got promises. We got promises. You were with me till I started talking about tithing. You were with me. Yeah, you were smiling a lot more. I'm just the messenger don't shoot the messenger I'm so glad someone told me about it I'm so glad that when there's stuff that happens and it does and it has and it will you can eliminate that I, I don't I know the enemy is getting rebuked that's important it's important because if if you're not tithing every time something happens, You've got a question, and is it because the enemy's having a heyday? Now look, if you're here and you're thinking, I would love to tie, but brother, you do not know my finances. This, I, I would challenge you to do something, and that's what we did. Okay, Lord, I'm going to try this, but I'm and I remember telling him, but I'm telling you. This don't work. You got, got, look, you can add better than I can. This, this does, there's, there's, we run out of money long before month. And I'm telling you, I was amazed the first month and then the second month. It's like, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Someone come up to me They just, here. What? I don't know. Yeah, that's God. He told me to do this. I never said a word to anyone. God just took care of us. He took care of us. That's what He does. One more thing and I'll let you go. I've never ran into a couple that were divorced who tithed. Ever. Ever. You need incentive? Ever. Ever. The devourer gets rebuked in your marriage, in your child-rearing, every area of your life. How else are you going to do it? I had someone tell me, well, I don't have to do that. I, my faith is so strong. you got faith that strong, you need to be tithing. You kidding me? You got, you think you can just do it with faith and not, if you got that kind of faith, you'd get 20%. The problem is, we, 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 it's like everything else in our life. We don't seek first his kingdom. We seek first our kingdom. He said, if you'll seek first my kingdom, I love what you had to say, Chase. There's a a young family. You can do it with kids. You can do it with kids. Does it hurt? yeah it's hard. I'm not making like it's hard but it works. First, watch the hand of God just keep blessing them. if you listen to his story God makes it happen every month does he not with jobs what? however he does he makes it happen. if I could go th- through the congregations the tithers just let me let me ask you can you stand up and testify how God has done this for you? Oh my gosh it would encourage you. You understand, I'm not trying to condemn or beat anyone up. I'm trying to encourage you. I know this works. You've tried everything else. Try, try obeying the Word of God. It works. I'm done with you. I, I I pray you leave encouraged. I pray that you find that letter every morning. Thank you, Lord. This smells, mmm. I think the word of God even smells good. Would you love to open up your Bible just, mmm. God's word getting down inside of you. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We heard Pastor talk about it this morning. You're going to bring forth your fruit in your season if you meditate on this day and night. A stand. I'm not going to make light of it. It'd take a lot of courage to step out of that boat. It would. But I'll tell you this our God, the one who sits on that white horse. And on his thigh and on his vesture is written, King of kings and Lord of lords. That same one, his name is faithful and true. He'll take care of you. Ask God to come up here. When you come up here, you ask God. "See God, you instill in me faith enough to do what I need to do to obey your word. Put it in me, Lord. Because I don't have it. That's a good way, good place to start because if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. But if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So just start right there. Say, God, you know I've not been doing this. Forgive me. Wipe my slate clean. Let me have a fresh start. That's the best thing. God says, I'll give it to you. I'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I encourage you, you step out of that boat. You just step out just like Indiana Jones did. And you'll find that God will be there. Go ahead. The are open.